I V M. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Geek Food Bulletin, our uh, you know weekly thing of exactly. news and not news. So here's okay, something here kind of yeah. out of the blue. Hit me. Uh, remember how once we were called a tech podcast? I'm gonna make By good whom? on that. By uh, whom? Uh, Savan was Savan? it? Savan? Somebody in Savan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna make good on that. Okay. Hit me. Nolan and Paul Thomas Anderson. What have uh, made an official pitch to have TV makers kill motion smoothing? Do you know what that is? Right. Yes. So, have you heard about this? So I I have a 4K TV at home, mm-hmm. and uh, some TVs give you the option to remove the uh, you know motion yep. smoothing or motion blur or whatever they want to call it, and some have it. But it is also the thing that makes everything in high resolution look like a Mexican soap opera. Yeah. So now, what does this mean for <laughs> so Nolan? So what this PTA? what this means is that basically big fish like Paul Thomas Anderson, Christopher yeah. Nolan. Um, who are incredibly pedantic about the little details. Correct. Yeah, a, a bit too much. Yeah. Didn't, uh, uh, didn't Nolan hate Netflix also? He hates Netflix. So why uh, is he yeah. getting involved then? I don't know. But okay. it's, it's more about the home release of uh, his films, I guess. Because I it's a very long Verge article where he was interviewed and he said a whole bunch of things about basically when you look at my movies at home, they don't look the way I want it to look, which is the way a lot of people feel. And I think it's about damn time. It's kind of strange that it's taken this long. It's something I never quite thought about because yeah. it's the first time I saw it was at Star Trek Discovery, which what? is a show that has been shot in 4K. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when I saw it on mm-hmm. a like, I saw it first on my my brother's TV, you know, in his place, and he's also got a, like a big kind mm-hmm. of screen and everything. But there was something weird about it. I was yeah. just like, it looks like I can see the makeup on your face, and I yeah. can see the it's too real. So it's just a simple little thing. So what which is, is it? What? Is it motion smoothing on that makes it look that way, or off makes it look more unreal? That makes it believable. Uh, there are a lot of variables at play. So like, it's there's no simple answer. It, just, oh. it depends on it's on a case by case thing. It's basically it's a matter of like motion blur yeah. mixing with frame rate. Frame rate, yeah, that's yeah. what I always thought. It's it's a it's a bit of both. So it depends on either thing. So like you know it's. You also have to look at stuff shot here. It's the smallest detail, but yeah. a 24 FPS versus a 25 right. will will differ. Uh, but that's still when, less, especially yeah. if your TV is running at a 60 FPS. Yeah. When you're on 25, that's an odd number bizarre. to play with, and when yeah. it's on 24, it's a little bit better. It's it's yeah, super minutiae. Uh, it's really no, really tiny. Dude, no, it does so make only a difference. The, yeah, but it only make an impact to like tech heads and. People that really care. It makes that everything much. look like it makes even Star Trek look like keeping up with the Kardashians. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so all I'm getting at it, I think it's it's good that we finally have uh, big fish like Nolan and Paul Thomas yeah, Anderson yeah. who are vying for this. Tip. Yeah, that's cool. I like agree. we we needed somebody like them to like say something so then before. Is it anybody would take it seriously to keep upgrading the? The resolution, like, is it going to get to 8K? When are we going to stop? There is 8K. Yeah, no, but like, are people going to start releasing stuff in 8K? Of course they will. But like, why? Why? Because, I mean, people want to see the tiniest nose hair on your face. Why? Like, I, mean, I don't know. Like, That's my point. I, I think don't know, where's it all Honestly, gonna I, I think the only good come, the only good thing that comes with um, upping your resolution constantly and so much, so often, yeah. is that your visual effects will get that much better. You need... The, oh, as, as movies get yeah, far, as yeah. movies get more visual effects heavy, like Infinity War has like twenty nine hundred VFX shots yeah, out right. of three thousand shots. Yeah. Um, you need to have the VFX 
up to par with looking at a real person. But then doesn't that make the distinction between what's real and what's not real even greater? No, like, it should make it clearer. Yeah, right? no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be a larger gap between what's real and what's unreal. No, like, it will make the gap smaller. Oh, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it, you can look at it this way. It's like compare Mary Poppins. I love Mary to, Poppins. To uh, Infinity War. So like in Mary Poppins, when you have the the cartoons mixing with Dick Van Dyke, yeah. it's the juxtaposition that makes it surreal as opposed to in uh, Infinity War where like it's constant. Constant, there's, yeah, like, yeah. You're looking at There's almost no shots where it's just real people and real effects right. or practical effects fair enough um, it, those lines are meant to be blurred for 2 yeah. hours and 45 minutes or something like that constantly the, the first time I was uh, introduced to this entire frame rate kind of thing and you know this whole was when Peter Jackson did it for The Hobbit he did it his movies in 48 mm-hmm. FPS mm-hmm. which kind of was weird in the beginning yeah. but then I kind of got into you it you just have to get like, used to yeah, it yeah it's just a different fine. thing Yeah, that's yeah, weird Movie. and quickly transition to the last thing we're going to talk about yeah. uh, which is the Captain Marvel photographs that came out did you see then any I, of those? yeah I did not much to go off of. I mean, like, you know you know what I'm more excited about? The Skrulls. Uh, no, no. Yes, yes. This kind of leading going off of the Skrulls is if you heard the talk about Nova. Ooh, so Kevin Feige, I love Nova. Kevin Feige has uh, Actually, piped yeah. up a little bit he, in a few interviews lately post the Captain Marvel um, photos coming out, talking about Nova. I'm not the biggest fan of Nova. I mean, I like the character, so but... What I, what, what, yeah. I'm, what I like about the idea yeah. of the way that this could play out is the fact that it ties back into Guardians 1, which we all know is yeah, one of my exactly. favorites. Yeah. But two is that the origins of Nova are based off of Roman Day, who we saw in Correct. Guardians 1 right. and John C. Riley, who yes. was hilarious. Yeah. So if there's any chance of him coming back, I'm all for it. But it's so weird because Nova is such a, is such a serious character in the comics. That, however, yeah. however yeah. I think what would be cool, though, is especially, I don't think I'll ever get over this James Gunn thing, but in in, in the wake of all of that, I think a good way to alleviate mine and several other millions of people's wounds... No, mine too, man. um, ...is that if we continue the story of the Novakov via John C. Riley in some way... Is he still alive after the... It's it's up in the air, right? Like, we don't know. It was just a throwaway line that, yeah, Thanos took it a week ago from (laughs) Nova. Off screen, so sad. Yeah. So... If John C. Riley essentially mentors Nova, which is what Roman Day does, right? Roman Day, yeah. but he basically gives this Terran, this regular Earth kid, the powers of Nova. And before he can teach him how to use it, he bites the bullet. But yeah. so you you essentially get a Spider-Man meets Green Lantern. Yeah. You get the innocence of Spider-Man with the magic ability of Green Lantern. That's true. Yeah, bestowed upon him. Ability, and then yeah. imagine if John C. Riley is your Miyagi. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. So like you so could, you're saying, you're you know, saying this would be like a subplot of a Guardians 3 movie or a separate movie? So it will be, I think it will be a separate movie, but yeah. it, a movie that lives very well with Guardians. Mm. Because then you could get what, you know, Thor and Cap did. Like you get Loki morphing into Captain America in the middle yeah, of a movie. That's, true, that's yeah. Which is just amusing. I'm not saying you need to no, like have good. a full-blown thing, but like yeah. the notion that at any given point you could have like Rocket just show up in a no, Nova movie. Yeah, That'd be exactly. Funny, you know? Yeah, so it's like, kind of set up its own little corner yeah, of the universe. So I really like that I, about I, Guardians. I like that we're getting into... You know, that the cosmic kind of, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. Doors are opening. That is our episode. Uh, let us know what you think about Nova, about uh, Captain Marvel, about Black Panther, about uh, what was the other thing? What was the other one? 48 FPS versus 48 60 FPS. FPS. Yeah, that's what we were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think this? Oh, uh, this uh, do we record the, the podcast in 25 FPS? You think? Sure. I wanna, I'm going to ask the, 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 the back end team to find out. We're doing 48 uh, kilohertz? We do it in 48. Or is it 44? It's 48 for sure. We don't record anything. (laughs) 
This is such this, this is a such an clown, esoteric huh? nonsense. A, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, thanks for letting us know what you think <laughs> in the future. All right. Tell us all the things you think about your notes. Know.